Welcome everyone to the next episode of Organize Your Stuff. Today's podcast will cover the seven things to look for when selecting a task manager. But before I introduce my guests, I want to announce that I have created a new Facebook group called Empty Nester Downsizing Dilemma. So hop on over to Facebook and join the group. If you have no idea how to find the group, simply go to the search bar at the very top of your Facebook page where the little magnifying glass is and type in empty hyphen nester downsizing dilemma and it should pop right up. The image is a dark blue background with a big house and an arrow to a smaller house. And you don't have to actually be downsizing your house, but maybe you're trying to simplify your home if you're an empty nester now or simply just want less stuff to deal with in your home. Head over to the page if you want to pick up some tips from myself and other members in the group or to share your successes and struggles along the way. It's meant to be a judgment-free zone where you can ask for advice or ideas while sorting through a lifetime of accumulation. So I hope to see many of you over there soon. You will have to answer three questions in order to be admitted, but not to worry, it's not a test. Okay, let me introduce today's guest. Most people are overwhelmed by the amount of paper and digital information in their lives. Frank Buck makes organization easy so you can increase productivity, decrease stress, and enjoy life. Global Gurus ranked Frank number one in the world in the time management category for 2019 and 2020. His career path took him from band to director to principal to central office administrator and now to productivity coach and speaker. Frank, you have a great bio, and I just want us to start, before we get into the whole productivity discussion, I want to go back to the beginning for you, when you realized productivity was going to be important for you in your life. Maria, that's an excellent question, and for me, it began very early, actually in high school. I was a good student, but... um, you know, I was getting by with, oh, I can remember my homework or I'll just I'll jot something on a, a piece of notebook paper and I'll just fold it up and stick it in this textbook. And that worked OK. But where it started to fall apart for me and where my first real organizational system started was as a high school senior. Yep, senior year's different. You've got uh, the scholarship auditions. You've got what college am I going to next year? All of those things that go with senior year that that don't necessarily fit into a particular subject. And I realized something needed to change. I needed one place where everything would come together for me. And so it turned out to be a a simple index card, a little three by five card box. And every day was a card. So when I got up in the morning, pull out the first card and on the front of the card was everything that I needed to do during the day. As the day went along, I flipped the card over on the back. Homework assignment for first period went on the back of the card. Homework assignment for second period, jotted on the back of the card. Pretty girl gives you her phone number, (laughs) jotted on the back of the card. Anything that came up during the day. Uh, The English teacher says, uh, you're going to have a term paper and it's going to be due um, January the 15th. Okay, term paper due January the 15th. They're on the back of the card. And then when I got home, I had exactly one job clear the card, do what was on the front of the card, either do what was on the back of the card or put it in the right place. You know, pretty girl's phone number, put it in your address book. No more. Oh, I, I think I can remember that until I get to my address book. Uh, the the um, term paper, it's not due for several months, but what are the steps involved? If it's going to be due, whatever, January the 15th, when do I want to have it typed? 
That was back in the day mm-hmm. when we used to yeah. typewriter. <laughs> so if, if I could have it, what do I do? What day do I want to have it typed? If I want to have it typed, then when do I need to have the draft handwritten and just start backing it up? And all those little steps went on the index cards for their appropriate day. And while my tools today don't look anything like that index card, the principles behind them look exactly like what I was doing back in 1976. As soon as something lands on your radar that you throw, that you, first of all, you have a system. Most people don't have a system. Right. That you have a system. You throw it in the system and you let the system do the job of handing it back to you. And then, of course, a little bit of daily maintenance as far as what has come in during the day. What does it mean to me? What do I need to do about it? Where do I need to put this information so that I'll see that again at the right time? And I was doing that in Mm. 1976. uh, And it made life so much easier then. Then if you follow my career path, and then I was a a junior high band director, then a middle school assistant principal, elementary principal, central office coordinator. So career in education. Mm As you follow me, if if I had any success in any of those roles, and, and I do think I did, <laughs> it all goes back to the ability to organize and just put things in the right place. And it made life easy. And people look at me and go, yeah, gosh, you make that look so easy. Well, it is easy. You just have to have a good system. And so I retired in 2009 from public education at age 50. Um, old enough to draw full retirement, young enough to give a second career a chance to flourish. So I had already been doing workshops, been doing a lot of speaking and had a book out there already mm-hmm. uh, and decided to just let's go into this full time and see where it goes. That's amazing. That's pretty amazing. Even back then in high school that you were able to realize you needed to have a capture system and then you came up yes. with a capture system. Exactly. Uh, and I think a lot of people, their capture system is sticky notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that is really bound to fail. Um, and, you know, I love sticky notes myself. But again, it's just like you said at the beginning was uh, you have all these little pieces of paper. And if you don't have a way to process what's on these sticky notes, mm-hmm. you're going to fail. You're going to miss things. So yeah. when you had the index cards there was a lot of information on each one that, like you said, may have been more long-term. How did you manage to keep on top of those particular tasks with that particular system back in the day? Mm -hmm. Well, the the idea was in the evening, uh, whatever was on the back of the card represented what had come in during the day. Mm -hmm. And some of those I could handle immediately. Uh, Do this homework assignment, check it off, it's done. But then some of the other things that were long-term projects, What that served as was a reminder to, I need to break these down. What are the individual steps? When do I want to do those? And while that's on my mind, let's go to the card for each one of those days and put that little step down. So we're talking maybe, maybe 10 minutes in the evening. But mm-hmm. it gave me the total control and peace of mind that nothing was falling through the cracks. And then the next morning, all I had to do was grab that first index card, and there was everything that at some point in the past I had wanted to come back to me that day, either a to-do awesome. or an appointment. And it just made life so much easier. And then, you know, later we used the day timer. So really the same thing. There's the left-hand page. There's the right-hand page. The left-hand page was like the front of the card. Here are my appointments and my to-dos. Mm-hmm. 
The right-hand page was exactly like the back of the card. Here are the notes from all the phone calls and the meetings and all that that has come in during the day. So different tool, the principles stayed the same. And then now, uh, I'm you know it's all digital, but it's the yeah. same idea that when something hits my radar, it's going into my digital task list so that nothing's forgotten. And then I just review mm-hmm. what I you know, review what I put in there and make decisions about when do I want to do these things, put in the appropriate dates and let the system Mm -hmm. spit it back to me at the right time. That's awesome. So your index system was really a mini tickler file (laughs) from you had the card set up for the month. It actually was. And I learned that, uh, funny you should mention the tickler file. I, I didn't know it was called that, but when I was a kid, like eight years old, my, my dad was a lawyer in a one-man shop. And so sometimes during the summer, I'd hang out at his office because his office was air-conditioned and not many places back <laughs> in the mid-60s were, you know, were air-conditioned. And I noticed mm-hmm. that the first thing he did was pulled out this one filing cabinet drawer. And here were these folders just labeled 1, 2, 3, 4, up to 31. He pulled out the folders corresponding to the day of, that, of, of, of the month. And there was all the paperwork he was going to need to handle that day. That made an impression on me. So from my yeah. first day as a band director, I had my tickler file, had my tickler file. And so by that time I had gone from the, the note card, which really, like you say, was a tickler file right, to a tickler file system, memo pad in my pocket. So we're just jotting notes during the day and then tearing those little notes off and saying, when do I want to see this again? Put them in the tickler file. Right. And, you know, and that lasted for a long time. I still use a tickler file uh, for the things that are paper-based because we still have those things. For example, I buy all my, my birthday cards for the whole year. I buy them at one time, sit down in one sitting, address all the envelopes, put the little return address stickers on all the envelopes at one time, and where the postage stamp is going to go, the date the card needs to go in the mail. And so I've got this whole stack of cards. Mm-hmm. Throw them in the tickler file. Now forget about them. The day each card needs to go in the mail, it appears in the tickler file. So in one sitting, I'm handling birthday cards Mm -hmm. for the whole year. And the way most people do it is they write all the little birthdays on their calendar and they're constantly looking ahead. Oh, so-and-so's birthday is coming up Friday. I need to go out and get them a card. So it's it's 50 or 60 individual trips to purchase a card, look up an address. (sighs) I don't have time for all that. Yeah. And if you don't remember to do it on the day it's actually mm-hmm. on your calendar, then you could totally forget to move it over to another time or day. And then yeah, the card yeah. is not purchased in time and mm-hmm. sending the late card. And so birthdays get <laughs> but, forgotten. And of course, yeah. some people will say, ah, oh, Frank, that's antiquated. Mm-hmm. You get a Facebook. You wish people, that's the way you do things. Now you just wish them a happy birthday on Facebook. And I go, yeah, that's right. And I'm glad people feel that way because when people go mm-hmm. to their mailbox and there's only one birthday yeah. card, and it's from yeah. me. That means a lot. <laughs> so let's let everybody else do the Facebook thing. I'm going to keep sending people right. a birthday card in the mail. It makes a huge impression. I mean, I'm the same way. You know, when I get something in the mail, I'm like, oh, it's not <laughs> yes. junk mail. <laughs> let me see who it's from. Yeah, it's always like, who's mm-hmm. sending me mail? And it's exciting. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's a different world, but I agree. Yeah, tickler files definitely still have their place for the paper information. However, you are the productivity <laughs> expert and you have gone very digital. And this is what you talk about, you know, around the world uh, Absolutely. and have written yes. books about. So 
what are you using for your digital tickler vial, basically? Remember the milk. And you know, when I teach my workshops, and I do start by teaching the tickler file, and the next question immediately is, Frank, do you have something for all the digital stuff? Do you have kind of like a digital tickler file? And so they start thinking, oh, I could create 31 little file folders on my desktop and drag documents into that. It's like, no, no, it's so much easier than that. So get a, first of all, a dedicated task manager. Remember the milk is a good one. Asana is a good one. Todoist is a good one. Mm-hmm. There are a number of, of good ones out there. The problem is most people, when, when they say, oh, I, I have a digital task list and you start to ask them exactly mm-hmm. what they're using, it's either... Well, I use my calendar because I just don't have any other place to put it. Or I use that little yellow legal pad looking thing on my iPhone, which is fine for the grocery list for this afternoon, but it's not so good for the task you need to do two weeks from next Thursday, or I need to redo my driver's license three years from now, and I'm thinking about it now and like to throw it into the system. So you're having that dedicated task manager, and there's seven things that to me are critical. It's the seven things that I look for before I would start using any task manager. And most of them are the same as they would have been 19 years ago when I went digital. On the day I set aside my day timer and said, I'm going to hold my nose and jump and go digital. (laughs) It's a big step. I know. I I was there too. (laughs) Yes. Well, okay. So seven things to look for in in a digital information keeper mm-hmm. for us. So, you know, we want to go, we've got our paper covered with the tickler file. I still use my tickler file. And um, I was definitely afraid to let go of my day planner. And then everyone did go digital with a calendar mm-hmm. online, you know, the Google calendar, whatever Google you calendar, use. Yeah. Um, but again, like, like you said, and that is great for the reminders for the birthdays. It's great for the reminders for um, your yearly car emissions inspection mm-hmm. is coming up and, and you need to get that taken care of. But what about all these other tasks, especially business-oriented tasks and other things with kids, all their activities? So what are the seven things we should be looking for in a task app that we should be using? Okay. First of all, the ability to assign a due date and sort by due date. Because as soon as you put a task in there and give it a date, it becomes exactly like that digital tickler file. Very, very easy to do. Second, the ability to have repeating tasks. For example, a lot of people say, I use a Google Calendar. Uh, Well, they have Google Tasks. Why don't I just use it too? That seems so easy. It's only been very recently that Google Tasks had the repeating task function. Mm -hmm. Maria, think of how many things you have in your life that you do every week at the same time or every month or every year. The ability to think that thing one time Put it on the task list mm-hmm. and then and just say, repeat every Monday, repeat every July 5th, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. And then you do it, you check it off, it disappears, and then it reappears the next time you have to do it. And in education, we had tons of them. You know, you open school every year, you close school every year, mm-hmm. you have those same major projects that happen about the same time every year, yeah. and they all carry this list of things to do. Mm-hmm. Man, the joy of being able to think at once, put it on the list and have it remind you the next year, the next year, the next year. So I wouldn't touch one that did not have the repeating task feature. Okay, so the repeating, I just just to clarify, because the calendar, you can put the event in, but with the um, 
remember the milk, you can actually add in the steps for whatever the event. So if you uh-huh. had a back to school night, for example, you could have all of your tasks that need to be taken care of in preparation for that in your uh, reminder. Yeah. And, and what I actually do is make, you know, a number of tasks, you know, if, if that if that back to school come meet the teacher night mm-hmm. is generally, oh, you know, the third week of August, then, um, well, there's that letter that I like to send the parents every year letting them know about that. When do I want to update that letter? So that's going to be a task. And uh, planning the agenda for that evening, that's going to be a task, you know, maybe a week or so out. Mm -hmm. So that every day there are these little, very bite-sized things related to that. And of course, none of us have just one project going on at the same time. Yeah, we're getting ready for the meet the teacher night. And we're also sponsoring the yearbook. And there's some back to school things related to the yearbook. And there's some church activity things. We've got lots of things going on in our lives. But, you know, I look at that today list in Remember the Milk. And here's what I need to do across all of those projects. Mm -hmm. And it just, it makes life so, so much easier. Yeah, I can see how it would be really helpful for parents or, you know, like the Girl Scout leaders and the, you know, the parent, the organizations for kids activities where there's always a parent leader and they're involved in coordinating all the other parents for things. Mm-hmm. And and then in business life, you know, there's just so many tasks that have to, you have to be on top of your quarterly taxes and all of your quarterly, everything with the business. Like there's just endless renewals of business license and, and just on and on and on. I feel like they're always coming up and I'm like, oh yes, I got to remember to do that. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. to have that reminder, just kind of automated and alert you to be prepared. You got to start working towards whatever it is you have to start working towards. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. I think that's brilliant. And and if people really capture all of them, we shouldn't be surprised if they're a hundred, yeah. 200 of those repeating tasks, mm-hmm. you know, changing the air filter at home oh, at yeah. the first of every month, giving the dog, the heartworm pill. Yeah. Um, and one thing I, I tell people in live workshops, I, um, I I don't know about Maria, your state, but I'm in Alabama and mm-hmm. your driver's license comes up for renewal every four years. Well, you don't get a card in the mail reminding you of that. Mm-hmm. The expiry date is on the back of, <laughs> of your license and it's up to you. Oh boy. Of course, when I mention that, you can see eyes get big yeah. where they're going, oh, my gosh, let me pull my driver's license out. And so instead of waking up in the middle of the night going, gosh, I wonder when my driver's license expires. You know, the next time you're standing in line to renew your driver's license and you're thinking about driver's license, that's a great time to go ahead and put mm-hmm. a task that says renew driver's license, give it a due date four years from now, mm-hmm. make it a repeating yeah. task that repeats every May, in my case, uh, every four years, and you never have to think about renew your driver's license again, and you can be fully present in the moment. Maria, I'm I'm not thinking about anything but this interview that you and I are doing. Now, I've got a busy, busy day in front of me, but I don't have to worry about any of that because it's in line and it's going to wait, and I can be 100% here. Yeah, it's such a stress reducer, I think, when you can take all of that chaos in the brain, you know, you're always pulled everything in their head. I won't forget. I won't forget. And uh, particularly kids, they do that a lot, but I mean, all of us do it. 
And I think, woof, if you could just kind of unload it all into a system where you know you will not forget it because it's going to pop into your email as a reminder on the day that you need to know and remember. So I think that's yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so what else? What else should we be looking for? Okay. Uh, third thing, and th- this, is, this is huge, um, that there's a note section that goes with that task. Because a lot of times when you sit down to do a task, there's some information that you would like to have at hand. If the task is call Bob, where do I keep up with the five things that I want to call Bob about? See, for a lot of people, it's, oh, I can just remember it. Or it's on a sticky note. Well, when you talk to Bob, you see him in the hall, but the sticky note's back on your computer somewhere. Mm -hmm. So first of all, that gives you a place to run yourself a little agenda of mm-hmm. what you want to have in that in that conversation. And then today when so many when so many things are are digital. Like I, I mentioned a, a moment ago that a task might be to pull up that welcome back to school letter to parents. Mm-hmm. Well when I see that welcome back to school letter, well I need to pull up that document. Where is that document? Well it's probably digital. And if it's yeah. in Google Drive, it's got a link. Mm-hmm. So put the link in the yes. note section. Yes. And, the, and and so now, <laughs> you know, this is where people say, well, the, the, the digital tickler file, I could have little folders and I could drag documents into those folders. No, no, no. Leave the documents where they are mm-hmm. and link to them because yeah. you might have five or six tasks that all link back to the right. same document. So the ability to have those clickable links in that mm-hmm. note section, it's it's huge. Some programs give it to you in the free version, like Remember the Milk. There are others that only the pro version gives you the note section. So that's oh. one of the reasons I really like Remember the Milk. Okay. I like to give people options that they can get into it and have everything they need for free. Yeah. And so because the digital tickler file, you, you brought up a couple of times that people will try and say, well, let's just make it a digital tickler file with folders on my computer. Those don't send you reminders. No. So, you know, the remember the milk you have and, and setting it up the first year is probably going to be, you know, you have to slow down and think like, oh, yes, this is a task I should absolutely put in here because it's going to mm-hmm. be repeated in the future. Start adding that in. But then as the as the next year arrives, you're going to have fewer things to start adding in like that, that are really recurring. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's kind of like your, your radar kind of has to be up every time something hits it about, is this a one time and check it off? Or is this a, Oh, I'm going to do it now. And I'm also going to do this mm-hmm. a year from now. So, uh, you know, you start getting those things in and then about a year from now, you start thanking yeah. yourself. Oh, yeah. Because these things start appearing on your list that you would go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I would have totally forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. And and even putting, um, if you have like physical documents somewhere, um, just making a note of where they're located or which folder they're in, if, you know, if you don't have that digital folder. But mm-hmm. there's just so many things you can add into the notes section to help not have to go back and rethink, like, where did I put that? Or where is that information that I'm going to need? If you just list it in there in the notes section, it just removes all of that extra thinking required, you know, that yeah. brain effort. <laughs> Maria, let me ask you this. Have you ever bought a gift for a family member <laughs> and you hid that gift oh. so they wouldn't find it? Yeah. But then you forgot about it yourself. Yeah, I've done that. I think everybody See with this that. system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See with this system, hide it wherever you want to. Mm-hmm. But at that very moment, go to your list 
put a task on there, you know, gift for Johnny, mm-hmm. the note section, under the bed in the guest room, put a date on it for when you want to pull that thing out and wrap it. And now you've earned the right to forget about yeah. it. On that day, yeah. it comes back to you. That's so smart. I have to do that right now because um, I just <laughs> bought a gift for a Christmas gift for my aunt uh, this past weekend while I was out. And um, I have to tuck it away somewhere to get it out of, you know, out of my space. But that's so true because by the time Christmas comes, I might forget that I already bought her something. <laughs> so I did put it in the in that note taking. That's perfect. Yes, I have to do that today when we get off. So I will add that to yeah. my remember the milk. <laughs> because yeah. I just started the free account. I wanted to try it knowing that's what we were going to talk about today. And the funny thing is, you know, I've heard about it for years and years from my organizing colleagues. And I just I've never tried it. Um I think mm-hmm. I've tried, I've tried Wonderlist and um, I've tried a couple other things and I just didn't really stick to it. And I think that's pretty much the key is sticking to a system. If you mm-hmm. like how it, how it looks, because I'm visual, I need it to look easy and it just needs to look good. <laughs> so the yeah. visual piece of it for me is more important uh, and the ease of use of it. Anyways, I've been playing around with it. So we have um, on step four now, right? So what's the next thing we need to look for? Number four is the ability to search. And any good task manager is going to have that little search window up there. So let's say uh, there's somebody in my life, we'll call him Bob, that I correspond with. So I probably have a number of tasks on my list related to Bob that I want to ask him this. I want to discuss this topic with him. Uh, he's uh, he, Maybe he's borrowed my lawnmower. Maybe there's some things where I'm waiting on things from Bob. And they all have various dates to kind of cue me to take action on them. But let's say Bob comes walking in the door right now. Mm-hmm. How quickly can I put my hands on a list of everything I need to talk to Bob about? <laughs> so with Remember the Milk, I can just pull out my phone or if I'm at my computer, just pull it up and search for Bob's name. And there's going to be every task with his name That's brilliant. in it. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. And when you were saying that about borrow the lawnmower, it made me think of books. Like I've loaned books to people and then you forget, Perfect example. You forget you loaned your book out until you need to go look for it again. And so you said, oh, you tell someone else, I've got that book. I'll loan it to you. And then you're like, where's my book? Who did I loan yeah, it to last? Yeah. Exactly. So like, Maria, now I'm sure you're good about returning books, but let's say you weren't. If you were to borrow some books from me, I would smile as I loaned them to you. And as soon as you got out the door, I would pull, I would create a new task. Mm -hmm. I would put Maria borrowed books and out beside it, I would put the letters E-T-R. My little shorthand for expect to receive. Mm -hmm. I think, hmm, when do I want to be reminded that Maria has my books? I put that as the due date. Maybe in the notes section, I even put what the title of the books are. Save it. And now I can forget about mm-hmm. those books. Okay. Uh, maybe a month from now. Mm-hmm. Bam. There it is on my list because it was that date. Yeah. And maybe you had already returned. I can just check it off. But you hadn't. I could give you a call and talk about whatever and say, oh, and by the way, Maria, uh, how'd you like those books you borrowed last month? And so it would remind me that way. Or if you came walking in the door Mm -hmm. and I searched for Maria, it would pull up that as one of the things. Or if I just said, hmm, I'd like to see a quick and dirty list of everything everybody owes me. (laughs) Search for ETR and it's going to pull up 
Maria, Bard Books, ETR, along with anything that I'm waiting on from Amazon, from my next door neighbor, from my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. all of it's there right together. So that ability to be able to just search your list mm-hmm. for anything you're looking for is huge. Yeah, that's really smart. I mean, we all go, well, back in the day, we used to go to holiday parties and take our our dishes of food and leave the dishes behind and, you know, need to get it returned someday and hope that it does come back Mm -hmm. to you and wasn't given to the wrong person. That's another great way to kind of manage that, you know, just those things that you forget about once it's over, you know, you just Mm -hmm. kind of let that go and you forget that, oh, somebody has something I need back, you know, so that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Okay, so what would be the next thing we should look for in a task list? All right, number five, and this one is kind of a no-brainer. It syncs across all devices. If if your to-do list or your calendar or your contact, whatever, if it's on your phone only, you're busy typing with two thumbs on a piece of glass. And if it's on your calendar only or on your computer only, then every time you get up from your computer, you're getting up from your calendar and your to-do list and that sort of thing. So remember the milk, you create an account on your computer, you download the app, you log into it with the same username and password, and immediately the task just starts syncing back and forth so that you've got your stuff everywhere. But I see too many people Mm -hmm. that have their stuff one place or the other, and they are like one Google search away Mm -hmm. from how to make it sync right. or they're, you know, they could, they could hand their phone to the nearest fifth grader who could go, Oh, well just go in here to the settings and tap this, 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 and then the contacts all start syncing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so remember with remember the milk, it's, it's like falling off a log because there's a, there's a dedicated app and the app is free. So yeah. you just download it, uh, log in and you know, you're, you're great. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's important too, because you don't want to be, having it on your computer and then be out and need your list of whatever, um, you know, and it's sitting back home on your computer and you can't access it. So very good. So what would be the next thing we should look for in a digital task list? Number six. And this is the one that made me set aside my day timer in 2001 and go digital. The ability to communicate with your email. Back then I was the, me and my daytimer, that paper planner, we were inseparable. Oh, people wondered what I was writing in that little book. (laughs) I was the picture of organization. And then when we started getting email, Mm. you know, when you get three emails a day, you can print them out and put them in your tickler file. When you get 103 a day, you got to have something else. Digital problems require digital solutions. So when I saw in Outlook, which I was using at the time, that I could take an email. You you have so many emails Mm -hmm. that are things to do. You know, you read five paragraphs and you go, oh, I need to call Jim to discuss this. You really need something on your list that says call Jim. Mm -hmm. And then when you get him on the phone, have all that supporting information. Well, in Outlook, I could just click on the email drag it to the task button. It created a new task. I'm going, this is too easy (laughs) not to do. And with Remember the Milk or Asana or Todoist, any of the good digital task managers, regardless of what email you're using, they give you this special little email address. Mm -hmm. Anything sent to that address automatically goes into your task list. So in Remember the Milk, I just took mine. I went to my contacts, created a new contact, called it Remember 
Milk. His first name's Remember, his last name's Milk. Mm-hmm. And pasted that email address in as uh, in, in that field. So now anytime I get an email and I'm reading that email and it's something to do, mm-hmm. I either do it right then or hit forward forward it to that little email address. And right before I do, I'll just edit the subject line to be what the actual task is. Mm -hmm. So what shows up on Remember the Milk is the task. And in the note section of that task, Mm -hmm. and this is why that note section is so important, the entire body of the email is in that note section. Mm -hmm. So now instead of, well, here's this email and there's something I need to do, but I can't do it for two more days. And by the time day after tomorrow mm-hmm. rolls around, this thing's already four screens down. Right. And so now here's where we're putting the sticky notes around the computer monitor. <laughs> and and yes. where's that email I got last right. week about the so-and-so project? No, on the front end, you make a decision about when you want to see it again forward the email to remember the milk. Mm-hmm. You earn the right to forget about it. And now you can either delete the email or archive the email, either one of them gets it out of your inbox. And that's one of the secrets to getting to an empty inbox every single day, which is something I've been doing for almost 20 years now. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant. Because I, I will admit to the world that I am guilty of keeping emails in my inbox as my reminder. And Uh it does fail. (laughs) Of course it fails, you know, because like you said, you're always getting new emails in and they just come flying in Uh all day long. (laughs) And, you know, it just makes a disaster of being productive, but also really sets you up for missing important follow-ups with people. And I think that's where this remember the milk is genius. Just send it to there, set the reminder for it to come back into your email on the day that you need to remember. And I think that's mm-hmm. genius. So I love it. I'm having a good yeah. time playing with it since I've, since I started my account. Oh, you'll, you'll love it. You'll I love it. I see the benefits already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So uh, we're on seven. The number seven, you know, back in the daytimer days, it was so easy. You know, you thought of something you needed to do. You flipped open the book to a particular day. You jotted it down. You closed the book. What could be easier than that? Well, here's the one thing my little book would not do. I couldn't just talk to the book and it automatically write down. But I can do that with my system now. I want to have some kind of way to be able to speak and it go into remember the milk. Mm-hmm. So it's it's as easy, even with the free account, you know, you just create a new task, but instead of typing with two thumbs on a piece of glass. Just hit the little (laughs) microphone button, speak it, and it goes right in there. And then I've even got a little bit further and geeked out a little bit with some if this, then that recipes where I can literally walk through the living room and say, uh, okay, Google, Tuesday, get bananas, for example. Uh And uh, I'll remember the milk. My Google just heard you. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) It always does that. My phone picked me up too, and it's it's actually going to put now on Tuesday to buy bananas. So really easy to do. And I even wrote a little free ebook for people on how they can do the same okay. thing if they use Google Assistant and you know are familiar with if this than that, uh, where they can set something up real simply where you 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 know you amaze your friends. So you know you're out and about the ability to pull something out, you pull your phone out of your pocket. See, see people say, oh, digital tasks. Oh no, I, I've seen people try to do stuff with that, and they you know they got a 
punch in the code and then pull up the app and then create the mm-hmm. task and then type the task in and then what priority do I give it and what date? And yeah, you know, and they could have gone and mm-hmm. bought dog food and been back in the time it takes them to get buy dog food into the app. But when you can pick it up and say, okay, Google, <laughs> Saturday, buy dog food, put the thing back in your pocket, forget about it. And then on yeah. Saturday, there it is. You know, it doesn't get any easier than that. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that. And I I like the part that you can even just, when you open the app, mm-hmm. just do, you know, the voice voice reminder in there and have it record everything. I don't think people use that part of their phone enough, whether mm-hmm. it's sending a, a text or an email and just using the voice record. I think it's just makes life so much easier because I think our generation, you know, typing on the little tiny keyboard with our fingers is we're just so much slower and it's harder. And I don't know about you, but I somehow I must hold my fingers a funny way because mm-hmm. I'm always hitting the, the letter next to what I'm intending. So then I get gobbledygook <laughs> as my text. Yeah, you know, and as wonderful as our mobile devices are, input has always been the Achilles heel. You, you yeah. may remember the palm back in the day, you know, you, you were yeah. doing writing with the graffiti alphabet with a little stylus on that plastic yes. screen. And then we went to the BlackBerry. So we got these little mouse-sized keys. And now we're typing with two thumbs on a piece of glass. You know, you talk about invitation for making mistakes, but the whole time voice input has been getting better and better and better. It's amazing. It's actually really accurate now. I just love using it. <laughs> it makes it so much easier. It, it's amazingly accurate. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. Remember the Milky uses that and that you can utilize that. These are really seven excellent features to be looking for in a task list. Try it out. Remember the Milk. It's There's a free version. I don't know what you don't get compared to the free and paid version. Do you want to speak to that? You must use, do you use the paid version? Yeah. Um, you know, really for, for most anybody, you could get by with the free version. The, the paid version gives you subtasks. Mm. For many years, I got by with, without subtasks. It gives you the ability to have a little widget uh, for Android on the home screen. Uh, it gives you the ability to do things with if this, then that. Oh, okay. it, it's the, if you have the paid version, it shows up with if this, then okay. that. But but for those who, who are interested in going down this road, which I, I hope I hope they will be, um, those are on my email list. That's um, one of the free gifts that people get when they join the email list. So mm-hmm. if you go to frankbuck.org, mm-hmm. so I'm org.com. Mm-hmm frankbuck.org, uh, and they'll see right there on the homepage uh, to be able to click, get on my email list. I send really two really good gifts. Now, I'm on a lot of people's email list, and they say, oh, you'll get a free gift. It's like a one-page nothingness. Yeah. Um, what you get with mine is really almost the first entire chapter of my book, which talks about the tickler file mm-hmm. and other sort of paper-based things. Okay. And then the next thing that comes several days later is an ebook that I put together on getting started with Remember the Milk. You know, the one-time settings to go, how to set okay. up the, those one-time settings, where to go to find that secret email address that I talked about, how to mm-hmm. use it, how I organize my day. Uh, using Remember the Milk, just some basic strategy Mm -hmm. that um, would really be helpful. And and it's all free. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I will have the links for that information in the show notes. I'll have your social links and everything so people can 
find you and follow you. I'm already following you on Instagram and <laughs> you've got good content across the Thank across you. the board everywhere. So I definitely recommend everyone to get on your email list and uh, take advantage of his really good free content and uh, follow him on social because he does share really well. And uh, so Frank, thank you so much for sharing, you know, this robust tool for us to hopefully become more productive. We will all take a look at this, utilize it. I'm jumping in. I, I'm going to play around with it some more, but I, I definitely see after hearing you talk about it, the vast abilities to help us all remember everything that we're trying to remember in our brains, you know, which is exhausting. We don't need to, we can unload, put it into something like this, remember the milk, and then we can let it go and let remember the milk do all the work for us. So thank you so much for sharing all of the, all of the reasons and the things to look for in a task list, but why remember the milk is so robust for us. Yeah, Maria, thanks so much for having me. This, this was fun. Well, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed it, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and a testimonial on iTunes so that more people can find this episode and the rest. Thank you so much. But wait, before you go, don't run away yet. If you're thinking of downsizing in the next year or two and are feeling a little overwhelmed with the prospect of starting that process, I would love for you to locate the link to a seven-question survey in the show notes to give me some perspective on what things have you worried. That's it. It'll take you two minutes. Easy peasy. Bye for now.